Hi, I'm Dr. Pam Peek, and welcome to episode 355 of Her, the podcast where you're going to hear the naked truth about her mind, her body, her life, and her nutrition. Before we begin this great episode, just know that it's made possible by our wonderful friends at Smarty Pants Women's Vitamins, the delicious once-a-day gummies that contain all of the essential vitamins, minerals, and omega oils customized just for women. To learn more, hop on over to smartypantsvitamins.com. Now, here's your first reminder to click on the iTunes after this episode to rate and review the show because I love your feedback. That's right. I'll give you another little reminder later on. All right. It's time for Her. Her. The podcast. The naked truth about women. Her mind. Her body. Her life. It's all about her. Oh, my goodness gracious. It is now coming into another month of the year, and it's time for us to circle back with Chef Abby Gelman, our go-to on all things healthy nutrition for women. So, Chef Abby Welcome back to the Herb Podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here as always. Now, for all of you people out there who may not have had the absolute delightful, cherished privilege of having heard Chef Abby in the past on our podcast, just know that she has a master's degree in nutrition. She is a registered dietitian and she's a certified chef. So she is everything all bundled up in one and we get to have her on board as a culinary nutritionist. Now, this go around, one of the things we're doing throughout the year um, are Chef Abby's nutrition nudges, meaning that just small things you can do that have a big impact. So this go around, I'd like to talk about protein. I think women under eat protein. You could tell me otherwise, Chef Abby, but I think they're under eating it. And then when they say things like, and I want to build muscle and get stronger and get some, you know, real uh, fitness happening here, and then they starve themselves and then they uh, eat erratically or they have a bunch of processed carbohydrates instead um, after a workout or whatever. It's just kind of a mess out there. So let's first talk about what women actually need um, in terms of the total amount of protein on a daily basis. I'm not going to include people like elite athletes and you know Olympians out there. They have their own little world. I'm just talking about wonderful women who are trying to stay physically fit and healthy uh, and uh, you know are in their 30s, 40s, 50s. So what kind of protein requirements do they have to really hit? So just for a kind of normal person um, who's not an elite athlete, we want to look at, well, well, we'll, I'll give you the general first, and then we'll want to talk about it on a per meal basis, but generally 0.8 to 1 grams per kilogram. So what does that look like? So if you are a 140-pound woman, you divide that by 2.2, and that means that you weigh about 63.6 kilograms. So you want to aim for about 60 to 64 grams of protein in a day. 
And you really want to break it up and aim the, uh, an easier way to think about it is in manageable chunks. So you want to aim for about 20 to 25 grams of protein every time you have a meal. So breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And then you want to make sure you get at least 10 to 15 if possible for a snack. So that's kind of a number, but. All right. Now, well, what does that look like? What, what will, what kind of a meal um, we could start with breakfast, work our way down. What kind of a meal um, mm -hmm. has 20 to 25 or even 30 grams of uh, protein? So it's going to depend if you're animal-based or plant-based, talking about those types of foods. Um, the most efficient and easily absorbable type of protein is going to be animal-based because we're animals. So that means that eating something like an egg which is a vegetarian option, but it is also animal-based, you get six grams of protein that is really bioavailable. So if we're talking about breakfast, maybe it's eggs. Um, and if it could also be um, some dairy, you could have yogurt in there. And if you're getting something like a plain Greek yogurt, you might have 15 grams of protein in a cup of yogurt, which is also phenomenal. And then plant-based sources, maybe you're having oatmeal, maybe you're having fruit and veggies. So there's not a ton of protein really in fruits and veggies, but you do get protein in whole grains like those that steel cut oatmeal. Um, so if you're also having a bowl of cereal, make sure to pair it with some milk or yogurt. So you get some protein added in there as well. Um, but Breakfast can be probably one of the more challenging meals to hit that 20 to 25, um, depending on how you're, how much you eat in the morning. You know, that kind of depends on, on you as a person, but that might be a little more mixing and matching. Yeah. You know, what I like to do is, <clears throat> um, I mean, I could get an easy 20 by just putting together a protein shake and, and it's just so delicious. And you know, it's important also to uh, remember what complete protein sources look like. What do we mean by complete? It means that it has all the amino acids in it because those are the bricks, the building blocks for uh, muscle, say, for instance. Um, and so, you know, animal-based foods, to your point, meat, poultry, fish, eggs, dairy foods, um, they tend to be good sources of complete protein. And, and so here's the challenge, Chef Ebby. Um, Plant-based foods, fruits, vegetables, grains, nuts, and seeds often lack one or more essential amino acid. So what is one to do? Now I'm thinking of quinoa. Now that's a complete protein. We like that one. That's good. So here's the trick. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm not going to poo-poo on your idea, but they're not necessarily not complete. They're just limiting. So it's the limiting amino acid. So you might have black beans, which are have a limiting amino acid. So it's very minimal. So you need to pair it with something that has that amino acid that is so low that some people don't consider it to be complete. So if you're a vegetarian or a vegan, it comes more into play because then you really have to think about how you're mixing and matching your things as a grouping. 
Um, and it can be all day. It doesn't have to be in a specific meal. You don't have to worry about it every time you eat. But um, animal-based there is not really limiting amino acids, but the plant-based stuff, there's usually um, at least one amino acid, which is so low that you just wouldn't be able to eat enough of that food to be able to get that amino acid for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, you weren't poo-pooing. I was simply, <laughs> I was simply saying that it's, it's, you know, it's varying levels. Um, yeah. And exactly. uh, yeah, and I was thinking of one amino acid, leucine, which mm-hmm. uh, is absolutely necessary to build muscle. Yeah. But it's um it's it's kind of low in some of the the plant based sources, but you can mix and meld them, and yeah. um for instance, you know the legumes are fantastic, peas and beans and lentils, nuts are great, you know seeds are great too. Mm-hmm. It's just I think to your point, you have to be smart about how you pair them, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you are someone who is a creature of habit and you only eat black beans every day at lunch, maybe we want to start to add in, you know, maybe you have lentils one day instead of black beans, or maybe you're going to try chickpeas one day or, um, you know, yellow split peas or something if we're talking about that bean legume family. But just like if you've ever heard eating a rainbow of colors, which basically just means different fruits and vegetables are different colors. So try to eat different colored foods. Um, the same goes for, you know, beans and legumes and, and making sure we have a, a varied diet. I, I love it. And, you know, there's something else I also definitely want to add in here for a nice uh, source of complete protein um, that contains all the nine essential amino acids. Um, and that's uh, whole sources of soy. Yeah, so that's a tofu, absolutely. edamame, tempeh, miso, right? Um, yeah. Isn't that a great way for people to be able to access, uh, you know, uh, a whole protein if they're more vegetarian? Yeah, and that, so edamame is a great starting point with soy. Um, you can have it just as the beans themselves or in the pods, and that's an easy snack, or you can add it to your oatmeal or your salad or your, you know, a side dish, that's a kind of a very friendly um, introduction to soy. And then once you're um, feeling a little more confident, you can try the tofu or the tempeh. I very much enjoy tempeh. um, And it's a great way to like roast it or saute it. Um, It's a nice flavor and tons of of great plant-based protein in both of those sources for sure. I love it. And, you know, you just have to oftentimes have more volume of, of some of the plant-based um, sources than you would from just a, like a, a filet of uh, fish or um, from yeah. chicken because that's much more dense and condensed. And so there mm-hmm. you have it. And also for all you little happy campers out there, I know what you're thinking. You're a woman. I'm a woman. I would do the same thing. I have done the same thing. And this is a major problem, you know, on the overall. And that is to not have protein, you know, all day or have just a little bit and go, oh, heck, I'll just, you know, have half a cow for dinner. Um, Well, you know, I I don't want to break your heart here, but your body has a limitation 
to how much um, it can actually absorb. And it's usually anywhere between 25 to 40 grams of protein per sitting. So that's one of the reasons why what you said, Chef Abby, in the very beginning was so important. And that is spread that little Hummer you know, out there throughout the day and make sure you get some here. Because honestly, um, I think we've all been, you know, accused and busted um, for maybe leaving a lot of our protein consumption for just two meals of the day and even sometimes one. Yeah. You know, and so not that's not smart. Yeah, exactly. And so just like to your point, the animal proteins are going to have a more bang for their buck. So you could have three ounces of a lean beef. So um, filet mignon, you look for the words loin or round um, or a a leaner ground beef and just three ounces gives you 28 grams of protein. So that's just a small amount. And boom. Yeah, then you're done. Yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah. And and so you're not eating, you know, all these things, these 12 ounce steaks. And it's like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Right, Um, You know, leave that to Shaquille O'Neal or somebody. The the guy needs it. But um, not if you're some five foot four woman, you know, weighs 140 pounds. That's that's never going to work well. Right. So the other thing too is when women say, okay, what about protein powders? So, you know, sure. I think you and I know that whey protein is a complete protein. Yeah, and so, that's my preference, too, um, for right? anyone who's not vegan. it's I find the taste is better, um, and especially you can find some really high-quality unflavored ones. It's less powdery, and it, and it makes things more creamy when if you're going to blend it into a smoothie or something. But you can also add protein powder or something similar into oatmeal. Um, it doesn't just have to be in a smoothie. You can bake it into granola bars or like little energy bites or, um, you know, muffins. There's kind of a, it's pretty versatile. My favorite thing to do is I grab my, my oatmeal. I don't need very much, just a little bit, something in the morning. And then I take a scoop a heaping scoop of my uh, whey protein powder. And I add that in there along with walnuts, uh, chia and Mm. flax. And then uh, since it's the winter time right now, but I mean, anytime, you know, whatever, I just grab those um, small uh, frozen uh, blueberries um, because the smaller the blueberry, the more, of their uh, flavonoids they have in them and the antioxidants. And I put, um, I just take it frozen and I put it right there and um, just mix it all in there, um, get that hot water going and all the rest of it. And it tastes so good. Now, my whey protein has a little bit of stevia in it, which is an herbal Mm -hmm. sweetener, which is completely, you know, uh, fine. Um, But it gives it a little little bit of a, of a sweetness that just enough. I don't like things that are overly sweet, but I'm telling you, that's my go-to when I'm not doing my um, protein shake in the morning. So um, yeah. just kind of throwing that out there. What about the other protein powders? There's pea and rice and all these. Do you ever use them? Yeah, there's a ton now. Um, yeah, I've tr- I mean, I've tried so many of them. Um, there's pea protein is very popular now. That is, um, you'll see it in a lot of vegan products, especially in that it's a easier protein to process, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and soy protein powder also is out there. And I feel like I usually recommend unflavored if you can do it or finding a brand that you like that has kind of the nutritional profile that is appropriate. So like you said, stevia instead of sugar um, is always a good thing to look at. And then everyone has their own unique um, taste buds, right? So some people like different consistencies and, and flavor profiles. So what I might like, you might find a little too sweet or vice versa. So it's helpful to kind of find a reputable brand that has a flavor and a texture that you like. All right. Now, since I'm a, um, a fitness person, right? So mm -hmm. um, just a little heads up about timing on uh, eating your protein, eating some protein, um, after you've had mm -hmm. a workout. And, and when you do resistance training specifically, but you know, aerobic yeah. does too, what you do is you, you tear down muscle because you're using it, you're beating it up. And so right after your workout, your body gets to work, uh, not only repairing the muscle, but it hopes to build some muscle because it wants to be able to be ready for the next bout of exercise at that level and um this is a great way to stimulate more you know muscle on board and all the rest of it well here's the here's the new thinking and the new thinking um comes from some pretty good studies and that is you want to be able to replenish the protein within two hours of when you did that workout yeah. so the worst thing you could do is to have like some you know really great weightlifting type of uh, workout and then not replenish anything. Well, that's special. And then what happens is, you, you know, you tear down all that muscle and the muscle's just sitting there going, come on now, you know, give me some amino acids so I could build back and make you even stronger and give you some of those nice, you know, um, muscles that you've been, you know, striving for. So, you know, a lot of women just go, I'm gonna work out like crazy and then not eat. Yeah. It's like, no, no, don't yeah. do that. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And the thing I like to tell people also, which again, nobody wants to hear this, but fitness is important for your overall health and weight maintenance. If you really want to lose weight, it's all about the food and the diet and being almost strategic about making sure you get enough protein, you're eating at the right time, you know, like within two hours and all of those things. If you starve yourself um, and just exercise all the time, it's not, you're not going to lose weight. It's going to, you know, it's going to backfire on you. Your body's going to rebel <laughs> against you essentially. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, when you want to um, build muscle, when you want to become more toned and fit, um, and that's code for a, a smaller dress size, girlfriends. <laughs> um, then, I mean, seriously, uh, did I get your attention now? Um, well, you know, what happens is you need to make certain that you're feeding yourself adequately. Yeah. The other nice thing about protein is talk to us about how satisfying and satiating it is. Oh, totally, right? So, I mean, if you eat a bowl of fruit, and vegetables, for example, with nothing else, that's super nutritious, but it's, 
it doesn't have that protein to help satiate you. But if you add in, um, so let's say pretend we're talking about a snack, if you have fruit or vegetables and you add in some peanut butter or you add in, um, you know, some cheese, which will give you some protein, um, then you're going to be able to actually feel full and sated for a longer period of time. Or if you have breakfast and you only have fruit for breakfast, if you had added a cup of that Greek yogurt and maybe a handful of nuts with that fruit, you'll be full for a few hours. Excellent. That's fantastic. Now, I know that all the listeners out there are saying, but oh heck, I'll just go somewhere to one of these you know stores and just buy a whole bunch of, and I quote, protein bars. Talk to oh. me about protein. I know, I know. <laughs> all right, so let's do it. So again, you have to look at the label because some have a lot of sugar, some have um, some fiber situation with some, which some people have like a GI reaction to, um, some have a lot of chemicals and, and, um, things in them. And it's, most of them aren't made with a lot of whole foods. So if you do like bars, there are some brands that are available that have things in them like nuts and whole grains and aren't just full of sugar. Um, But you can make them yourself and you can also just have around, you know, pre-packaged little things of hummus, which is beans and that has protein in it or hard boiled eggs. So again, back to the egg, you eat one egg, that's six grams of protein. um, And that's like an easy, quick snack. So if we're talking about a substitute for those bars, which sometimes if you look at them, they could have, you know, three, 400 calories, which if that's going to be a snack for you, that's, that's kind of a lot. We want to aim for closer to maybe 200 calories in our snacks, maybe 250. Um, So thinking about components to add up to the protein that you need instead of just grabbing something that might actually contribute a lot of sugar or other things that you don't want. Yeah, and I I just want to make sure that uh you know, I've done I've done prior um work um on the podcast about um protein bars um mm-hmm. as well as energy bars and all of these bar bar things out there. Yeah. And the mass yeah. majority of them have a lot of processed foods in them. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And that's a problem. Um, so it's processed sugars, especially. Um, but they also yeah. have a lot of chemicals and nasty things in them. So they yeah. tend to veer away from something that's natural. And and that's yep. never a, a great thing to, to do. So you don't want to eat a science fair project. In the best of all worlds, natural ways to be able to get some good protein. Don't forget, you know, raw nuts are wonderful. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Nuts and seeds. Oh, my gosh. People don't realize yep. pumpkin seeds, things like this. I usually make little yep. combinations and bags. Remember, you don't need much um, because they tend to be, you know, uh, have a lot of uh, fat calories in them. But um, but it's healthy fat and it's healthy protein. But there are so many other ways to be able to get exactly what you need. 
Um, yeah. And, and that's yeah. why um, try to veer away from as best you can, um, you know, the whole issue of uh, more processed uh, sources of what should be healthy protein. Um, and then start being creative. So, so read, like for instance, you might want to read Chef Abby's uh, cookbook, The Mediterranean <laughs> Dash Diet, um, which has all of this in it and all kinds of great ways to be able to get healthy, delicious, tasty sources of protein because protein is so important. You need it. You need it. Okay. So I hope you got that message. One last word of wisdom from you, uh, Chef Abby, please. Don't overthink it. <laughs> um, you know, don't, I know that food and nutrition can be super overwhelming and, and especially if you don't cook much, but simple is best. And there's always so many different types of prepackaged food out there that is and can be healthy. So you can get already cut up fruits and vegetables. You can get canned tuna, canned salmon. Um, you can even buy hard boiled eggs already prepackaged and cooked that way. Like little things of plain yogurt. Um, kind of think about what you need and, um, you know, make it, a, it, there is a way to get everything you need, um, especially in protein in an efficient um, prepackaged way that doesn't necessarily force you to cook a lot, but is still healthy. I love it. I love it. I love it. That was our closing remark from Chef Abby Gelman. Run on out and get her book, The Mediterranean Dash Diet, because it has all of this information in it. Also, run on over to her website, which is Chef Abby, that's A B B I E, Gelman, G E L L M A N dot com. And also check out her YouTube channel. She's just crushing it thank you so much chef abby and everyone out there take a minute to hit itunes rate and review the show we're waiting to hear from you especially me because i'm dr pam peak host of the her podcast follow me on twitter or instagram at pam peak md or on facebook at dr pam peak and remember to catch every single episode of the her podcast on itunes and all of the usual platforms including Radio MD. Thanks for listening today. Please stay safe and stay well.